We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you ready for rapid fire now, Vince? Oh, baby, I'm always ready. You got some good ones in here today. I'm excited. All right. All right. right. Fill in the blank. Michael Mayer has been Notre Dame's leading receiver for the last three years. He's gone. So next year's leading receiver will be blank. See, this one's tough. Are we okay? So is it uh, catches or yards? What do you think? I think catches. Okay. Because technically, I think maybe his freshman year, I don't think he had the yards, but he did have the receptions. Okay, okay. Anyway, if I remember right. I think Javon McKinley might have had him uh, in the actual yards. See, today. I've been going back and forth on this one ever since I read the question. And you could go any direction with this that you wanted because it just depends. Like I, I feel like Thomas should be because I think he should be starting at the slot. And I think he should get a lot of attention and a lot of mismatches in Notre Dame's favor. And I think he could just come up with a ton of catches. So I feel like that would be the answer if I was running the offense. But I think maybe early on, they're going to rely on veteran leadership. And I think Caleb Smith might end up with the most catches. You're going with Caleb Smith. Yeah, I think so. As much as I want it to be Thomas, I do. I want it to be Thomas. But I don't think that's going to happen. That's know. interesting. And like, I think, and I, and I've been thinking about this all day. Caleb Smith was definitely one of my options. And I think that, that Jaden Thomas is going to be in the mix. I don't think a, a tight end is going to be nearly in the mix the way, you know, no. like Michael Mayer was the no. last three years. It'll be an option, but he, they won't be leading the team. But yeah. Uh, Again, like three or four. if Tommy Reese is, is deploying an offense that is suited to the strength of this team, you've got to see more running backs on the field next yeah. year. And that that's going to negate, you know, some of the tight end type stuff. I'm going to I'm going to say that Lorenzo Styles, ooh, I like it. Gets his gray matter together and he becomes the guy that we saw in the Fiesta Bowl last year more consistently. I love where your head's at on that because I wanted to go that route. I was like, but it, it just so I I I was I guess I'm afraid of getting picked on because I was like, oh, nobody's gonna think that that's actually accurate. But I love that pick because he has the absolute talent to be a number one receiver Absolutely. in this offense. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Love that and, pick. 
And again, now he's going to have an experienced quarterback throwing him the ball, a guy who knows how to throw guys open, sure. a guy who knows how to throw the ball downfield, Love and a it. guy who will be able to do some other stuff as well. And, and I just think that with a quarterback who is not locked in on predominantly on the intermediate target all the time, there's just so many more things. You know, it's like you, you have to wonder when the ball is going to, to Michael Mayer all the time, you know, like the guys kind of start to take for granted, like, well, the ball's probably not coming to me. And then the next thing you know, it's like, boom, it's coming to you. Yeah. You know, again, you know, part of that, a big part of that is just right here between the ears. But I think with an off season, a new approach, a new quarterback, just everything being different, I think that we can actually see Lorenzo Styles be Lorenzo Styles and he can be the guy. I love it. I love that pick, Sean Styers. Well All done. Right. And I mean, I think that the, if that's the case, that's good news for Notre Dame's offense. Oh, it's great news because I think right now he's a forgotten part of it. I mean, I, yeah. the average fan has forgotten all about Lorenzo Styles, and I get it. I understand why, but uh, he's if he can come back and just be be that guy, man, this offense can absolutely take off. It just can. Oh, exciting. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Fill in the blank. It's blank that Boston College fired former Notre Dame, Notre Dame tight end coach John McNulty after just one season as offensive coordinator. What the heck did they want him to do? In a terrible <laughs> offensive line, he didn't recruit those yes. kids. Right. They lost their starting quarterback. 
because of the offensive line. I mean, let's be honest. So they're playing with backups all over the place. What, what are they looking for here? I, I, bad move. Absolutely bad move. I think McNulty's a good coach. I don't think that they gave him a chance. That's that's just that's cutting off your nose to spite your face. I think that he got scapegoated really quickly yep. because of everything that you just said. He he didn't he didn't have a chance to come in and really you know put his put his mark on anything. Right. Like you said, they had a horrible offensive line that was you know they lose all these you know it was, it was bad to begin with. Then you lose some guys to injury. Then Phil Jakovic gets beat up as a result of the fact that they've got a bad offensive line. Really, all they all that offense had was Zay Flowers, and other than that, yeah. it's like, what else did they even have? You right. know, and to, and I I think with this was year three, I believe, for Halfley out there, and I'm sure that for him to keep his job, he probably had to make a sacrificial lamb out of somebody, sure. and it really seems like that's what ended up happening with John McNulty. He just became. The easy target. Okay, get rid of him. We'll make a move and yeah. go on. It's just, I feel bad for the guy. And if there was an opening in Notre Dame, I'd bring him back in a heartbeat. An I know. absolute heartbeat. I know. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been around for a long time. I'm sure he'll 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 find some work. Sure. We hope that he'll find some work fairly quickly. It could be tough though, but you know, there's still a lot of turnover going yeah. on right now. Yep. Do you buy or sell the Bears? sticking with Justin Fields as their quarterback, or do you draft Bryce Young with the number one pick in the draft? This is kind of, you know, it's, it's obviously the hotly debated it topic is. right now, and Vince is a Bears fan. I mean, <laughs> they have invested an awful lot in Justin Fields. Is he the most accurate passer on the planet? No. But – he doesn't have a whole lot of he doesn't have a whole lot of weapons either. Not, not to mention the fact that he doesn't have a defense because they stripped it and you know sold it off true. for used parts. So I would not leverage my future on an unknown with what I do know, right? I, I know that Justin Fields has gotten better every year. I know that he is kind of rounding himself out into an NFL quarterback. You just don't know what you're going to get necessarily from a rookie quarterback. You just don't. There's a there's a lot of just question marks there. Now, mm-hmm. though, the, the the kid from Alabama, the kid from Ohio State, they're both good. I get it, but they have other needs that they need to address that are not the quarterback position right now. Drafting a quarterback is not going to fix the Bears. They need about half of a defense, and they need like two or three weapons on offense before they're going to be in contention for anything. That's not going to get fixed by drafting the quarterback. So that I sell that big time. Stick with Justin Fields for now. Yeah, I saw somebody say just the other day that if Fields were, you know, like in this draft, he would be the number one quarterback taken there you in go. this draft. And the guy just became, he, he has the third most rushing yards in a season for a quarterback <laughs> in NFL history. And, you know, he missed some games because of injury. And you're absolutely right. They need – there's so much that they need on that roster. You've got the foundation. You've got a quarter – you know, yeah. like in, it, they've only basically sniffed his talent because, you know, people are talking about, well, he's running because he can't throw. Well, it would help if he actually had some legitimate receivers to throw to. And that's why I would say there is much more value – like. 
draft picks in the NFL are like buying a new car. As soon as you drive the car off the lot, it yes. devalues right away. Yes. You can get more trading the number one pick than you can trading Justin Fields. You're going to get a heck of a lot more. You can probably get, at le- you know, you're going to get, someone's going to, if someone trades you for the number one pick this year, you're going to get their first round pick this year. You're probably going to get at least their first round pick next year if not a couple second round picks and, you know, maybe a couple third round picks, you can get a boatload of picks and potentially depending on how far down you trade, you might be able to even trade a pick again, you know, yeah. for someone, if, yeah. if a quarterback is still out there that someone is looking for. So you might be able to trade the pick twice. So I would, I would say trade the draft pick, yep. stick with Justin Fields. You've got to go out and you've got to get him received. I mean, there's so much that they've got to rebuild at this point because just like you said, they've already traded away all their defensive talent, but they also have zero pro-worthy receivers. You know, they've got Chase Claypool, but he's more and more like as time goes on, it's like, was his rookie year just a fluke because he had Ben Roethlisberger thrown to him? I know. He was almost invisible with the Bears, and I know they re-signed St. Brown, which, you know, he's a number three, like, but he's not a number one. You know, they, they need a number one. If they had a number one receiver, I'd be fine having Claypool and St. Brown as the other two. Yeah. I really would. And Cole Komet is a legitimate tight end option. He's one of the best in, in the NFL, I think. So, you in, in Montgomery is a pretty good running back. You need to shore up the offensive line. You need a number one receiver. That's really all you need on offense. Yeah. Focus needs to be on the defensive side of the ball, and then they can't strip it and send it away for draft picks. Like, you yeah. need a defense. Get as many draft picks as you can for that number one pick and replenish your roster in a hurry. Right. That's, that's what I would do. Keep Justin Fields because Absolutely. I, I think there's still a lot of upside with the, that guy. Speaking of quarterbacks from Ohio State, C.J. Stroud declared for the draft today, and today was the deadline to do it. <laughs> Four o'clock was the deadline, and he did it this morning. So do you buy or sell it as the right move for C.J. Stroud? I think it's the right move. I mean, he's projected to go in like the top four of the NFL draft. I mean, going back to school, is he really going to increase his odds that much? And then you're looking right now, he's what the second quarterback, maybe arguably the third quarterback, depending on who you talk to. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going into next year's draft guaranteed to be the second quarterback behind Caleb Williams. So (laughs) true. are you really up? So for me, the decision to go back, or go into the NFL draft is can I increase my draft stock by going back? I don't think he can. I really don't. And there's always I think you only stand to lose. You only stand to regress. Hundred percent. If you go back for another there's gonna be some quarterback that I've never heard of from like the Mountain West conference that that somebody's gonna get all high on. They'll loft him up to the top as well. So Justin Field or I mean Justin Field. Stroud (laughs) finds himself second or third again. That's where he's at this year. I, I don't think he can get better or significantly make himself better if he goes back to Ohio State not a chance you got you got to go completely agree completely and like when you look at the Bears like if they decide that they are going to trade that pick which again I would think that they would this actually like kind of hurts them because it's one more quarterback in the draft if there's one less it makes that pick at number one probably even more valuable for someone looking for a quarterback but for C.J. Stroud I think the number like if he's a top five pick, he's guaranteed somewhere around $35 million. It's a no-brainer. So there's just there's too much money on the line to risk going back to school just for really what would just, you know, like be an ego trip of trying to be the number one 
pick in the draft early. I, I just don't think that there is enough for him to improve upon between, you know, where he is right now and one more year in college coming out. There's just too much risk with in, you know, just look at guys who opt out for bowl games. Like guys are opting out of one game to, you know, to to make sure yeah. they're not going to risk injury for the draft. Why would you come back and play 13, possibly 14 or 15 games in a season and risk that when you're guaranteed 35 million bucks? Is so. Stroud a true junior or is he a, is he a senior academically? Do you know? I believe he is a junior. He's a true because junior. He redshirted his freshman year and he has played the last two years. Okay. So, All right. yeah. Because so, some, somebody in here said maybe he was thinking about staying for his degree. He's been here for three years. He should have his degree. And I'm pretty sure he was an early enrollee as well. Well, but but not at not 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 all schools, you know, push the Fair enough at the pace the way Notre Dame. Fair does. enough. And <laughs> I will. I mean, it's an Ohio State degree. You can go back and do a semester of school anytime. Right. Anytime. So I that I don't think that's even on the table at all. Right. Oh, so Vince going into tonight's Cowboys Bucks wild card game. Oh, been, here we go. <laughs> you had to come up sooner or later. There's been a lot of talk about how the Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game since the Aikman Emmett years, 1993 to be exact. It's been Woo. 30 years. Uh Woo. so Mike McCarthy pulled out some baby photos of the there are 10 players on the current Cowboys roster who are actually alive at that point. <laughs> Everyone else was not even alive at that point 30 years ago. Yeah, um, I believe that. So 10 players, they pulled out the baby photos, and he did it to prove a point that basically it's like, look, you guys have nothing to do with the lack of road playoff wins over the last 30 years because most of you guys weren't even born at that point. So – do you buy or sell Mike McCarthy's motivational ploy? I buy it for the media. I don't buy it for the team. <laughs> I don't think the team gives a crap about any of the media talking about, oh, it's been since 1993. Like they, First of all, that's ancient history, obviously, to all these guys. They're not they're, All they're looking at is this year. So that was a media thing that, that he used. And I, I mean, I kind of like it. I kind of dig it, thinking outside the box a little bit. Sure. He actually had to think about it and go get baby photos from those 10 players. True, too. Yeah. Kind of impressive, if I'm being honest. And so hey, I kind of uh, dig it. <laughs> I kind of dig it. Yeah, hey, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, yeah. what, what do you have in the way of baby photos it's laying just, around? I mean, it's a little weird. It's a little off the beaten path, but I'm down with it, man. I, I have no problem with it whatsoever. It's a nice media conversation. I don't think it has anything to do with how the players are going to play or how they're motivated or not motivated. Yeah. I mean, I think at the very least you're, you're, you're trying to at least distract their, their brains, keep them loose and, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Sure. I'm sure everyone got a good laugh, you know, cause they, yes. they probably took the photos and like put it up on the projector, oh, yeah. you know, and, and did, did that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, you know, you're right. How much is it actually going to matter? Probably not at all. But I, I think when, especially you when you're in Dallas and the microscope is there and then you know these kind of trends start coming i mean it, it that's that's all it took was this as soon as the season ended okay. all you heard about was lack of playoff wins and then you know lack like they're basically they're this much better on artificial turf they're this you know than, than they are on grass so now they're they're on the road playing on grass where the trends don't favor them, you know. So that's basically all everyone's been hammering all week long. So you, 
you try to distract him from it a little bit. Will it matter? I don't know. I just know that <laughs> um, my first cocktails are going to be starting here in in less than an hour. Is your so. wife ready with the the cart and uh, you know the, <laughs> yeah. to be the bartender tonight? She's, she's going to be rolling it out. That's for <laughs> sure. So, I don't know. I, like Jesse and I were texting and talking earlier today. I just. I've got to make sure that I keep the Twitter away from me because that's yes. when I get into trouble is is when I start having a couple pops and and you know oh, yeah. then I start mean tweeting the Cowboys, you know. So Yep. Yep. So true. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of mood I'm in tomorrow. I'm just I don't know. <laughs> I'm not feeling particularly good about it, but well, you know what? I'm actually looking forward to this game. It's going to be fun to watch and I'll be I'll be thinking of you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, last one tonight. Speaking of motivational ploys, fill in the blank. Mike Bray said on his ACC media call today that he bought a bo- a brought a box of Krispy Kreme donuts to his team's weightlifting session Sunday to lighten the mood after they fell to one and six in ACC play with their loss at Syracuse. And that is blank. Desperate. I mean, it reeks of desperation. Like that's the best you've got. A dozen donuts. Like donuts. I mean, yeah. dude, it's time to hang up the whistle. Like that's that's how I feel about that. Like he's driving to work, he passes Krispy Kreme, and he's thinking to himself, "I oh, mean, I got to motivate these guys somehow." Uh, there's a sale on a dozen glazed donuts. I'm gonna go and grab a dozen donuts, and that's gonna motivate these guys to play better in league play. Really, like that barely motivated high school offensive lineman on Saturday morning. After a win, I can't imagine it's going to motivate a, a division one basketball team who's on a schneid in conference play. Like, I'm sorry, man. That just reeks of desperation. That would be my word. Desperation. That's <laughs> that's pretty much what, it, you know, like, you know, maybe if there were chocolate sprinkles on <laughs> those, those donuts, you know, that's that's like a starting point. But oh. just. They, they just keep losing these games. It's like over, lather, rinse, repeat, and it's it's a veteran team. It's just oh, – just It's tiring. It's tiring. I know. The whole, I know. The whole Mike Bray – I don't have much more take. to add to what you said because I agree oh. on basically every point. I can't so. – I, I and, and the fact that he did it and then felt the need to tell the media about it. Like, not only did you think it was a good idea to do it, but <laughs> after you saw their reaction, you're like – 
man, I got to let the media know about this one. Like this is going to make me look good. We're one in six. (laughs) I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I know. Tommy, I'm glad you reminded me. I almost Mm. forgot. So Tommy had this, he posted this question early on and he posted it on the boards today. So he said, your thoughts on the pronunciation of the word G-I-F, as in like you post a G-I-F. Is it pronounced GIF or GIF? How do you pronounce it, Vince? G-I-F, like when you post a... Yes. I've always wondered this, and I always feel like I'm saying it wrong. Either way I say it, but I usually go towards GIF, I think. I think I say GIF. My, like the way I naturally want to say it is GIF because of the G. Yeah. But I have, I have heard like what everyone else says, or, you know, like apparently the way it is supposed to be pronounced is GIF. Ah, that's right. But I, but I, but like I say, to me, it looks like it should be GIF. And I think I, I probably say GIF, but I think you're right. I, I think, think I it say is. it both ways with people. I'm like with GIF, yeah, GIF, no. whatever it is. Like I, I need. I like the hard G. Yeah. Vince, Vince is going soft G. I am. I I don't know why. Maybe like, it's because I like mothers choose GIF. I like peanut butter. I just I'm a big PB and J fan, so maybe that's what it is. I don't. I know. can't blame you there. But I I, I do find it funny that somebody on the board has made a GIF or a GIF of me, Ryan, and Brian when we were watching the USC game, like in into a, like a GIF. Like, I think that's hilarious. Well done just, on whoever that is. You just said it both ways, by the way. I know I did, because I don't know what's right, and I think I go both ways on it. I just don't want to be wrong. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for tonight. We'll uh, see what kind of mood I'm in tomorrow, if we oh, have a show boy. or not. <laughs> you and Jesse, that could be a real depressing show. Whew, no kidding. No Gosh. kidding. So we'll be here tomorrow. Hit the like button if you would on your way out. Appreciate you stopping by tonight. (laughs) That's typical Canadian by Father David, our buddy up north. Just got on here. I honestly thought Sean was wearing a Leafs jersey. (laughs) Of course he thinks it's hockey. Man, I mean, (laughs) you guys just can't get hockey. This is Staubach. This is vintage Staubach is what this is. Come on. Oh, that's great. Come on. Classic. Oh, there it is. Can you see it? There it is. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first time I've worn this in like over a year, I think. So I'm hoping it brings a little bit of luck tonight. I like it. I like it. I haven't pulled it out. I haven't pulled it out. Have your phone out because I'll be texting you during the game. I'm sure. All right. I won't be mean. I love you, buddy. Don't worry. I just had a coughing attack. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good time to end. Ivy Nation Sports Talk.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.